Welcome to Filthy Friday Foreplay, the podcast that invites you to get to know the humans in our filthy community a little better. My name's Beanie, creator of Filthy Friday, the UK pole industry's first fully diverse and inclusive space. And I'll be sitting down with some of my filthiest friends as we bear all from pole to soul and everything in between. Hello! This episode of Filthy Friday Foreplay is sponsored by Panthera Polewear. And oh God, where on earth do I start with this? As a plus polar, I've always found it really hard to find sexy polewear. And being a self-titled filth queen, I'm always on the hunt for something that represents exactly who I am when I'm on the pole. Panthera created the most stunning custom bodysuit for me, which does exactly that. It shows all the booty and fits like a glove. And on top of that, it's bougie as hell. Just what I wanted. Creating my one-of-a-kind piece was made simple. With efficient responses to my 3,000 questions, an inclusive size chart, reasonable prices, and a variety of fun, bright fabrics to choose from, Panthera is the one for me. And guess what, babes? Filthy Friday Foreplay listeners get a lovely 20% discount on custom and Etsy orders. All you have to do is let them know when you're ordering that you're a hoe for this podcast and your discount will be applied to your order. For Etsy purchases, use code FILTHYFRIDAY20. That's FILTHYFRIDAY20. Enjoy! hello it's me again welcome to episode eight of filthy friday foreplay i'm so excited to be back so i took a week off i love that i can't even remember how long it was it was literally a week beans just one week um and but it was nice to see even though i hadn't put out an episode last week it was really nice to see that people were still listening to previous episodes I really really I've loved all of my conversations I loved that um I've been getting messages about mine and Caroline's 15 minute flirt that's what we do baby like that is all we do when we're together and when we voice note one another so I'm it's nice to know that you picked up on that it's a thing it's a friend thing um people still listen to Alabama Whirler which was amazing we've got people commenting on Shan and Gemma Rose and it's been fantastic and I'm so fucking excited to have more people on the podcast and I'm really really excited to just have those conversations and just get to know people a little bit more find out what people are about find out what people are passionate about what they do and just have a fucking laugh do you know what I mean like just really get to it and have an absolute blast so that being said um I just want to make it clear because I've had a few messages um god that sounds so fucking serious doesn't it (laughs) (laughs) let me make one thing clear bitch no it's not not like that um I just want to make it clear that um I try not to approach people 
to so the same approach i take with filthy friday showcases is the same approach i wanted to take with the podcast i don't really want to approach people because if i'm having a conversation with someone uh i'll bring it up it depends on what we're talking about i'll bring it up but what i don't want to do is approach people um to to be to, to talk on here um and like that being said like the process for this is as messy as as filthy friday like the process is there is no process but what i'm trying not to do is is approach people because i'm so over the last year i've been approached by you know a lot of people like i said in episode one um approached by a lot of people to do a lot of talking and it's just i get i feel pressured like, oh my God, like this person's asked me to to do an interview and I kind of feel like, oh my God, like if if I don't do this, am I letting my people down? Um, should my, you know, should I use this platform to speak on my truths? But sometimes it's, it's a lot and you don't really know what people have got going on in the background in their lives. And, you know, I could just be that, that one message that just sends someone's anger. For some, it's like, oh my god, it's really exciting, but for others, it might be, fuck, I really want to do this, I don't want to say no, it's Filthy Friday, I want to use the platform, you know, there's a lot of pressure to, I feel, to say yes to things, when you don't really need to, you can say no, so if you ever get a message from me about anything, I always say no pressure, and I genuinely mean that, there's so much emotional labor that goes into discussing things and we have had some quite heavy topics but I'm quite happy to just sit and talk about absolutely fucking nothing it's still getting to know you and that's what's most important you know we can just sit and literally talk shit for a whole hour like I am so fucking here for it so that being said um i leave the filthy friday email address in the description because i kind of want people to come to me i think it makes for a better conversation it's less structured it's a really you know i don't really want that kind of interview format as you know as you've probably guessed i just really like to sit and have a conversation i think it's more natural when a person doesn't feel as though shit I've been invited onto this podcast and I really need to talk about this and I've got to get it all out and now I feel pressured again. You know, I really don't want that. So the email address is there. If you want to talk, the platform is here. You are more than welcome. Um, Yeah, DM me. I'll probably change. I'll probably turn around next week and say, please don't DM me. It's too much. The best thing to do is to send an email to the Filthy Friday email address, which is filthyfridayxxx at gmail.com or .co.uk. Who even knows? I don't. I'll leave it in the description box. So yeah, um, that's going out to everyone. You are more than welcome to use this platform. I am looking forward to speaking to people. Um, if you don't hear from me, it is purely because I do have a schedule, um, which is, so wait, I'm pretty fully booked up until, what are we in? When it gets to fucking April, I do not know months. I'm just going to go April, March, June. Mm, I've not even drank anything today. April, May, June. So I think we have guests booked up until what's what's after april may fucking hell what's wrong with me 
uh, up until May, the end of May. So yeah, but you know, still get in contact and you know, let's do the thing. So that's just one of the reasons, um, cause I've, I've had, you know, a message or two just saying, oh, you should have this person on, or you should have that person on. But what I want to do is just allow people to, I want people to want to talk about what they want to talk about is what I'm trying to say. And I could have just said that in in a fucking sentence, but you know me, loves. I like to go around the fucking houses, don't I? So let me just take a sip of water. I haven't got any booze today. Hold on. I haven't got any booze today. I sat down to record this episode on Tuesday and the last bit of rosé that was in the house... Um, I drank it on Tuesday and then I recorded the episode. <laughs> this is fucking ridiculous. I got so drunk off literally several sips. You know me, several sips kind of gal. I got fucking trashed off several sips of rosé and I'm sure it's like percent. I don't know what happened. And I recorded an entire fucking episode, an entire episode. We were almost at like an, an hour. We were, we were, I was talking your socks off and <laughs> oh my God, I realized that like, I think I pulled the mic out at some point and like 40 minutes of my talking just hadn't been recorded. So if that isn't a sign from the others <laughs> to not drink while I'm doing this podcast so I'm more alert then I don't know what is but yeah like my ancestors were like bitch like can we just have water this time so yeah like I'm having water today um I might stop and get a drink I'm, I'm feeling kind of giddy anyway I'm in a really great mood um, so I'm feeling kind of giddy anyway. Let's not add uh, alcohol to that because we'll be a whole fucking mess. But if you want to drink, grab a drink. Let's have a conversation. Sorry, just taking several sips of H2O. Yes, I said it. H2O. So I had a week off. I needed it. I just wanted to do nothing. I just really wanted to not think about deadlines and responding to emails and posting on my feed and I just couldn't be fucking asked. I couldn't be asked. You know, social media isn't really, I went through a phase where, so I started the poll journey. So I had a whole other Instagram, a whole other life before I created the poll Instagram. I used to have my own um cupcakery so I, I baked cakes and cupcakes and cookies so that's that's where I started off and it was really pleasant really lovely I had quite a big following there um and then I started doing poll moved over to Instagram the the account that you guys are probably following and yeah so I didn't have many followers as you do when you start an account and then it got to the point where there's kind of a tipping point where you're kind of like, oh, wow, engagement. Oh my God, wow, this is amazing. I'm posting something that I love and I'm getting so much engagement. And 
I'm quite thankful that I was the age I was when that happened because I think it's there's a lot more pressure now um, than there was back then. So yeah, I kind of got to that point where it was like, right, so now I need to kind of post every day, every other day in order to keep that engagement going and keep getting to know people and having conversations with people. So really, you know, there's a plus and a negative to that for me because it was hard work and it was a lot and it felt, I'm, I'm, ta- I'm not talking about like thousands of followers. I, my tipping point was probably at about 200, 300 followers, between 200 and 500, maybe a thousand. But like, I don't have a huge following anyway, but I do engage a lot, I do, which is weird. That's weird. I know, I know the internet, social media. Um, so yeah, I was at the point where I was like, right, okay, I'm going to post every other day. And you start to kind of feel like the pressure to keep it up. Oh, and I was saying that, you know, there's like a plus and a negative to, to being that way and having that kind of mindset and wanting that structure for your social media. Um, because for me, it really, really enabled me to get to know people. So a lot of the people I spoke to at the beginning of my poll journey, people I'll probably never meet, I'm still talking to them now because it helped me to build solid fucking relationships. We might not speak as frequently, but they are still on my radar and we do still interact. So it really, really helped me to build the, a community. Like that that's how that started. Um, but on the other hand, you know, there was kind of a lot of pressure to, although what I was doing, what I was doing for myself, I felt kind of pressured to get content out there. I hate calling it content get posts out there, um, in order to keep engaging. And I think over time I've realized I kind of don't really need to do that. And that's why a bunch of you listening will probably, will know for yourselves that I'll just pop up in a message. Oh, hi, how you doing? What have you been up to? Because sometimes I feel like I don't, I don't feel the need to have to post a video, um, you know, to get, to get that engagement or to have the conversations with the people that I want to have the conversations with. So lockdown and yeah, like during lockdown, it's been kind of different because it's almost as if I've been craving that, that interaction and it's, it's been sporadic. It's not been some, a feeling that I've had. It's not been a continuous feeling. It's not every day, but I would say like a couple of weeks ago, I kind of felt that and I was like, you know, like I've got tons of, of videos on my phone that, you know, I could post and I, I just feel, I just felt really overwhelmed. That is the word, that's the word. And I'm sure you can understand yourself that, you know, it is quite overwhelming. I still don't have a ton of followers. I still engage quite a lot. So my inbox is always, is always full. I'm sorry if I've not responded to, to, um, someone's any any of your messages I'll get around to it um so yeah like that led to me just really and you know what I really hate I really I have to be so like mindful of my time now like having a baby I have to be really really mindful of what I do and when I'm choosing to do it so I I feel that you know before I took the week off I felt constantly overwhelmed and yeah, it was, it, it was a lot because I want to respond to these messages. I want to look at my emails. 
you know, I've, I'm judging for a competition. I've not even opened that email. I saw it come through and I was just like, there's a lot to do and I need to prioritize. And that's what I'm not doing. That's why everything feels messy and chaotic. And with having the baby, when I'm with him, I want to be with him. Don't get me wrong. Like I'm not one of those mums that's like, okay, phone off. The baby gets 100% of my attention. Like he does, but we can be in the same room and do our own thing. That's fucking important to me. Like he is my one true love. Prince, love of my life. I adore him, but we need to be able to be in, in the same room and him not need me and me not need him. You know, I need to be able to get on with things. So I, I, it was just a case of having to prioritize my time and, you know, that can be difficult and then, you know, there's family stuff going on. So it, it just felt like a lot. So I just decided that, you know what, I'm actually not going to fucking do anything for a week. And it was so refreshing. The weather was fucking beautiful. Oh my God. So I think I've mentioned this before. I am not a summer person. I love that my friends love summer. I love that they feel good. I love that they like to get a bit of a tan. They like to drink out, blare the music. Like I'm here for that. It's a whole fucking vibe. If you're happy, I'm happy. But let me tell you something about summer and the sun. And you would think that I would enjoy hot weather, given the fact that my parents are from Jamaica. No, I fucking don't. I hate it. It is a lot I don't understand, like, why am I sweating? I'm not moving. I'm not even speaking. I'm barely breathing. But my fucking eyeballs are sweating. Beans, are you crying? Am I fuck, I feel like crying. Am I fuck, this is just sweat. There's so much happening. Like, the water, the fluid just wants to escape my body from any orifice. And my eyeballs, my ears, my nostrils, my I'm salivating, my armpits, like every single pore is sweating. So for me, summer can fuck itself because no. But however, however, last week was absolutely delicious and it put me in such a good mood. So as it turns out, I do desperately need the vitamin D. I need it. I need the sunshine. My melanin needs it. I I felt fucking amazing because the week before I felt so anxious and, you know, the studio's opening contributed to that. Um, but I'll go back. I'll go back and talk about that. It was just a lot. So yeah, like just going out and like I was, I walked everywhere and I was cooking. I just had I didn't even work out much last week at all either. I was just like, you know what? It is what it is. Like I'm I'm in it to have a good time all the time. I don't want to do any of that shit. So I didn't plan anything. I just thought I'm gonna wake up, whatever I do today is what I do today. Like that's that's what's happening. If I post on Instagram, I'll post. Like, you know, there's just no no pressure, nothing, nothing at all. I felt so good. So I spent time with the baby, which was nice. And I spent time with my family, which was lovely. And I also hung out with my mum friends, um, which was nice. 
I really, really love, and I was noticing this last week, I love that I get the same kind of buzzy feeling. This, I feel equal, I feel the same amount as, of wait, of upliftment. That's not a word, is it? <laughs> I feel equally as uplifted when I'm with my mum friends as I do when I'm with my whole friends it's just different it's just in different ways like we went to the park I did the school run a few times and did a little squeal when all the little kids ran out and it's so funny because I fucking hate kids or maybe like I've just spent such a long time convincing me that I convincing myself that I do but no when you see them running out and they're so small and they've got these little adult hairdos they're like mini adults and they've got the little shitty creations that they've made out of fucking cornflakes boxes and egg boxes and fucking water bottles pasta necklaces and you're like what the fuck no thanks but yeah it was just so cute because obviously local school um and I'm like I've got friends, obviously friends around here where I live. So when I went to school, I got to see friends that I went to school with because they were picking their kids up. Um, and I was with my friend picking um, her daughter up. And it was so nice to see the little mini thems running out. And oh my, yeah, it was just such a, such such a different, this like a, the same feeling, I don't know how to explain it, that I get from seeing me really throw it down on the pole but just just different and you know what I'm so fortunate to have the the balance and have such nice experiences experiences with pole and with motherhood and to be able to combine the two and still find moments of um peace and happiness and you know just power within both um, but I'll do, I'll dedicate a whole episode. Um, let me just have a drink. Sorry. God, I'm a thirsty hoe today. Jesus. So yeah, it's just been really nice to, to have that. Um, I will dedicate a whole episode to talking about motherhood and, um, how it might have changed me. Maybe it's not, maybe it has, I don't know, but yeah, so last week was fun taking, um, he's called Theo, so taking Theo on the park um, was nice and I was wearing little t-shirt dresses and just had my hair done, so it's like 22 inches baby down to my ass crack, just fucking living my best life and like Theo is so, such a social baby, like he he really loves people, like, if he don't want to talk to you, he, like, I mean, he doesn't really talk, he says the odd word, he started singing Doja, Doja Cat, what do you see from the back, 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 he started singing that, um, but yeah, like, there's, I can't remember, why do I always lose what I was saying, it's because I fucking talk so much that I legit, forget what I'm saying every single fucking time who who allowed me to speak the good people's language and do a fucking goddamn podcast I take it all take it away from me too much responsibility um 
But yeah, so we we went on the park a few times. Theo's really social, and he you know he was say, shouting Aya to everyone, and he's so fucking loud. He's basically just a small version, small male version of me. Like all these kids are just getting on minding their own business, and he is literally just looking to have a good time. And he's like, hey, hey, hey. And I fucking love that. And again, that's like, if I was to match that feeling up to compare it to something in pole, I would say that's the same kind of feeling I would get from watching a student get something or watching a student really enjoy themselves. Like it's a really heartwarming feeling. So yeah, it's really interesting um, for me to yeah, just like live the boat. I feel like I've got the best of both lives. I mean, babies really are they the best. I don't know, but I feel like I've, I feel blessed at the minute. Um, you know what? There's a, a climbing frame on the park and it's got a pole attached. <laughs> don't even, it's got a pole attached to it. And I really fucking enjoy throwing it down on that pole. I mean, if the park is rammed, I'm not going to do it. And if there's like impressionable young adults there, I'm not going to do it. If it's me, the mums, the babies and their kids, that's fine. And, you know, the mums love it. The mums really, really, really love it. And it gets the kids hype. And I'm just really able to bring that hypeness from pole to the park from the cradle to the grave i fucking love that but yeah like i'm waffling now but it's it's really 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 nice i should have actually put a warning in like if you don't want to hear about babies and bullshit then um skip to like 30 minutes in but yeah so it's just just me telling you what i've been up to um just having living my best life basically oh and i did a lot a lot of sexy stuff Oh my God, it is so good for the soul. Please, please explore, explore it. Like I, I cannot explain enough, like just how, like it physically makes you feel good, but mentally, emotionally, I'm, I'm just like, I don't know. It just really switches me on. Like I, I need it. Can't do without it. Can't live without it. It's, it's who I am. And it's part of my self-care. I have sex, I masturbate, and yeah, I just fucking really, oh, what a week, what a week. So anyway, less about me, let's, let's get to it. So going back to the studio, how are you all feeling? I mean, it's been two weeks. I think had I have um, done an episode last week, um, you might have been feeling a bit differently. Um, but yeah, like, <laughs> even the tone of my voice has changed. So I just want to start by saying, like, don't you think it's it's great that the studios have opened? That's what we want. That's what we wanted for the last fucking year is for the studios just to be open and for things to get back to not even a new normal, not normal, just things to get back. Just what we just want to welcome things back. So I have really, really, really been looking forward to just being in the studio, 
with my friends, with students, just interacting, watching them do their thing, me doing my thing. You know, there's there's no better feeling than that. You know, just doing something you love with the people you love, being inspired, inspiring. Um, so that's one of the things that I was really, really looking forward to. But the anxiety that came with a year of not as much training. And I know some of us have done no training at all because we don't have access to poles and floor space and, you know, all the rest of it. So it's it's been hard. And I know I've not been alone in that. Uh, please tell me I've not been alone in that. I mean, I've seen it, um, you know, I've seen the, the stories and the, the, the um, posts on Instagram um, and it seems as though like it's been um, across the industry. A lot of us are feeling like, fuck, how do I get back to this? Like, how how do I get back to the person that I was before the fuck up before the world changed before lockdown how do I go back and be me like how or like how do I be a better me like I had so many plans I wanted to stretch and get my splits and do this and do that and do the other then lockdown happened and it was a fucking mess like I hear that and I felt that so hard especially being an instructor because once studios opened and then we got the date for classes to um, resume, I was like, double, oh fuck, fuck me. I've had a baby. I've had fucking an unplanned C-section, major surgery. The lower half of my body barely works. So like, how, how am I going to go back to making people feel good, making myself feel good and just doing the thing. And you know what made it even worse? And not that it's made it worse, but it's just made me really think about where I'm at. It's made me really aware of what I'm doing and how I'm doing it and and what I fucking can't do. It did. Let's, let's go back past tense because I'm in a different headspace now. But it kind of... Um, I don't know if anybody's noticed, but so I'm I'm a pole dancer, a dancer. That's what I do. I'm a I'm a, I'm into movement, sensual, erotic, filthy movement. That's what I do. There was a time when I could do tricks, and invert was simple, and I never used them in a performance. Never used them ever, but just knowing that I could do them, knowing I was strong, I loved it. So yeah, I'm I'm a mover. There's there's a lot of us out there, and we all move very differently. It's very unique. It's very personal. Um, you know, it's it's a it's a lot. It takes up a lot of energy, and um, it's technical. Can I can I just say that now? Because I know a lot of people think if you aren't throwing down out the baddest biggest baddest trick, then you don't understand the technical side to pole or the biomechanics of pole like that is a fucking myth dust that get rid of that get it gone that is a myth what we do is technical and there are biomechanics like there there are there's shit that you need to know to be able to move around that pole 
it's it might be different to learning tricks but you still need strength you still need stamina you still need the confidence you still need to work at it it is fucking hard it is technical so i just want to say that so yeah on top of the feeling a little bit like shit fuck 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 like that's the only word I can think of to really describe like how I was feeling when I was you know the news came that we're going to be opening soon I mean first of all I was thinking fucking great like teaching is my life like it's everything I I love it I love it so much there are absolutely no words to describe how much I love doing the job that I do, the freedom, the power, being able to encourage and uplift. And it's, there's there's just, I've never done a job that has made me feel the way that I feel. So first and foremost, when I knew that we were opening, I was like, yeah, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm so excited. But I was also like, fuck, times three. There's a lot of, and I don't know whether it's been since lockdown. I mean, I think it's been happening for a while, but there's there's been kind of, um, I don't even want to call it a shift, but there's just less appreciation for the art of movement, for the art of sensual movement. And everything is very, very tricks heavy these days. And I don't know whether it is because, as I was mentioning before, things are different on social media now. For some people, and there's nothing wrong with it, you know, for some people, it is about views, likes, it is about the engagement, you know, and it is about being seen to be doing these wild, massive things. And that's, there's nothing wrong with that. Please do not get me fucked up today. There's nothing wrong with that. But I think what's happening is that is kind of like not erasing but there's just lesser less appreciation for 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 movement simple movement and I think I could feel it myself because sometimes I'd post something and I'd be like um nothing special here in the caption no it's fucking special it is because it takes a lot of courage and a lot of understanding and stamina and strength to fucking get up especially in a fucking lockdown to get up and really pour your heart out on that pole so yeah a lot of my anxiety came from the fact that fucking hell I cannot do these tricks my girls my students are gonna want to learn these tricks like it's and not just girls my people let me just go back and say my people sorry for that fuck up um yeah my people are gonna want to to do all of this stuff and I'm not there and like I have no mojo I don't I don't feel like doing any of this I want to but I feel like I can't something's stopping me so it was a whole conversation that you know and like I said I've seen that it is something that everyone's feeling whether they're an instructor pole celebrity um beginner intermediate no matter what level I think it's something that we have all felt across the industry and shit is hard like rightly so you feel them feels boo because you know we've had a fucking hard time so yeah the pressure was real 
and I had to really sit down and this is a new trick that I, it's not a new trick that I've learned it's a trick that I picked up so when I was in my deepest depression really anxious self-hate really not enjoying life I would pull myself apart entirely bit by bit pull myself apart and over time I learned how to do that constructively if if there's if that's what you can call it you know I would have days where I felt like absolute shit and I would I was hopeless and it was just like there was just absolute sorry someone's at my door brb always getting interrupted on this podcast always who's knocking the fucking door I got halfway there and they had gone um but yeah I would I I, over time um I kind of learned how to build myself back up and that isn't necessarily from doing the things that I enjoy. It's not. It's not necessarily necessarily from the act of um, physically doing something. But I learned how to ask myself questions. So, beans, why do you feel like this? What can you do to make it better? Is there anybody that can help you? And I did that this time. We're going back to the studios. I feel good. I don't feel great. I asked myself, who am I doing this for? Who is who is my movement for? And as much as I love teaching, and as much as I love my people, I do this shit for me. My movement is mine. I've chosen to share it, and I've chosen to become an instructor, and I've chosen to use this to give people the same feeling that it gives me, but first and foremost, it started with me. So that was the question that I asked myself. Who am I doing this for? I'm doing this for me. Okay, so what can we do to enjoy this more? What can we do to make you feel as though you're achieving something? To make you feel less like what you're doing is shit, basically. Okay, so that one took a while. That one took a while because I'm quite... um, I don't know what the word is, not negative, but you know, when someone comes up with a solution and you'll find a million reasons as to why that's not going to work. So that's me. So that one took a while. What can we do to make you feel better? Like how, how can we tackle this? You know that what you do is for you. So if what makes you happy? So there's a thousand questions that come off of that one, that spiral off of that one. Spider, not spiral. Maybe they'll spiral. I don't know. Um, and I thought I know exactly what I need to do because I, I, I'd been having a few going in for a few um training sessions on my own sometimes they were okay um I enjoyed how it felt and I think what happened is seeing the 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 pressure of knowing that we were going back and seeing what everybody else was achieving um kind of knock me back well beans like you're not doing any of that like look how many people love this and you're not doing any of that you're doing a fraction of that comparison is the thief of joy because I felt good in the moment 
But then I came away out of my bubble, out of doing what I do for me. And I looked on social media and I compared what I do to some, to other people, two completely different things, two completely different bodies, two completely different worlds, two completely different sets of training and understanding and knowledge. So we took a break. We stopped doing that. First and foremost, we had to stop doing that. So from there, we're going to go into the studio. We're not going to be moody. We're going to go in and we're going to do what feels good because that's how this whole shit started. It started with a feeling because when I first started pole dancing, I didn't, I went into the studio 2015, I used to go into that studio and I used to use a 50 millimeter pole at the back of the studio away from the mirror because I couldn't stand my reflection. That's where I was at in 2015. But what I was doing on that pole felt good. I couldn't see shit. All I, um, that sense was gone, but I could feel, I knew how it felt. So that's what I had to do. I had to do what I wanted to do for me and I had to focus on how it felt, how I felt in the moment and I had to understand that if I choose to go on social media and compare myself to anybody else, then I'm going to set myself back and I'm never going, I'm not going to push on, I'm not going to, I'm not going to move on. So I... I had a little cleanup session. Um, I found um, at the bottom of my wardrobe an old outfit that I used to wear um, when I used to train at Poltastic. So this is like a 2015 outfit. And I put that in my bag, put my heels in my bag, knee pads, packed my bag, ready to go to the studio. Um, and I went in, stretched, did all the physio that I need to do. Um, I have to do a lot before I do any dancing because of some post-pregnancy issues, but that's for another episode. Save it for the motherhood episode. Um, and I put on a playlist, um, that I created in 2015, um, when I first started pole dancing and I moved around and it felt fucking great. It felt amazing. I watched the videos back. I looked happy. And I'm I'm doing all the things that I'm capable of. All the things that I enjoy. And it really reminded me that no matter where I'm at. And no matter how I'm feeling. Whether I'm, I'm an instructor or not. I truly, truly, truly hold so much value in my movement. It is priceless. It's absolutely priceless. So whether I've regressed, whether injury or lockdown or lack of access to whatever has made me feel as though I'm not good enough. I woke up today, my body is moving around and no matter, no matter what I do, I am fucking good enough. And from there, the week just got better. So... I really hate to do the preachy thing and I really want to just come from a place of this is my experience I want to talk about it and if it helps you to understand your value 
And you know, if you can relate to this, then that is fucking amazing. So I'm not trying to preach. That's not what this podcast is about. I'm not trying to preach. I just want to get my, my own experiences across. Like I've done since I started pole dancing. And if you can relate, fucking fantastic. If I can help in that way, fucking great. That's all I want to do. So that's what I did. And I've not had a down day since. I felt a bit shit yesterday, but I was fucking bored out of my mind. I don't want to look at the back of Theo's head anymore. Um. So yeah, I'm. I'm a. I'm still a, a bit a tiny bit anxious about um going back to teaching. But one thing I know from the sessions I've had and the therapy I gave myself is that I am fully capable. And what I do is fucking fantastic. And I'm not an imposter. Like I deserve to be here. I deserve to do the thing that I love the most. I deserve to be able to share that with other people and see them feel the same. And we will grow together. Like, you know, a handful of my students tons ton in fact most of my students do um Damien's classes and are so tricky and can like I would in the eyes of the Poland district are technically in air quotes better than me but what we do in my class is is we are growing together and it's it's more than just this physical thing that we're doing it's fucking spiritual it is that sounds so far-fetched i am a fucking drama queen i do not care but it is it's spiritual it's a connection of souls and it's fucking wonderful there's no judgment and what we do we enjoy it because it feels good it really does feel good so yeah i it took me uh quicker than it used to take me to get to um that conclusion that I can do this that you can do this we can do this we've got this but I got there so you know it's just really important to hold have you know hold so much value in your movement whether you go in and do tricks or whether you go in and whether you're floor worker chair work it doesn't matter what you do because you're doing it for you. And that's the most important thing. Um, I don't want to say like, so I've, I've really got like a stick up my ass about like the word basic. Um, so like, I think the phrase back to basics is, is so, it's so good if it's used in the right way. Um, it really encourages people to embrace, like, listen, it's okay to fucking go back and do beginner stuff. It's okay to do that. And I think that's another problem. There's a lot of pressure on us because once you reach a certain level that's been created by an industry, remember, we didn't choose these levels. I get it, they're necessary for classes in order to ensure that people are learning the right things safely. Um, but essentially you're just doing what you do without all those labels and the pigeonholes, you're just doing what you do. So 
I really, I, I am here for the back to basics movement that I've seen um, going around. So, so here for it because it has been used in a positive way. But we have to be really mindful of the conversations that we have about not feeling as strong around our friends who are beginners. As in, I am so guilty of doing this. This, yeah, I'm so guilty of being like, oh my God, like I've got to go do a fucking basic ass beginner spin like, bitch, you're a beginner, like, why are you talking like that, I think there's been such a negative, uh, vibe around the fundamentals of pole, that's what they are, we all started there somewhere, and I think there's nothing wrong with having to go, it's because when you look at it vertically, you are going back, it's like you're going down, and, I think rather than looking at it like that, you should look at it as a whole. I would like to say horizontally, but my mind cannot cope with that right now. I can see vertical and I can see a whole, just whole, a whole thing. So if we look at it as a whole, in reality, those fundamentals, those basics, those beginners, those beginner moves have been a part of our pole journeys the whole way through whether we're advanced or not. Think about how you get into a move. Think about how you move. So there's really no reason to think, to, to feel as though you have, you're going back because we're using those fundamentals every single fucking time we touch a pole or get on the floor. So there's no need to speak about it negatively or feel negative. Um, and I really, really thought about this when um, I, I, you know, I spoke about, doing beginner stuff in a very negative way myself, you know, like, who am I, Billy Big Bollocks, I don't think so, bitch, like, beginners and basic stuff is my passion, the fundamentals are my passion, because there's so much development from those movements, everything comes from there, I don't feel, I no longer feel as though I'm going back, I feel as though I've got a bunch of stuff that I can use to make something beautiful, I don't see it as not advancing. I don't see it as um, regressing. I just said the same thing, but back to front. So yeah, I think once I became an instructor and hearing those conversations and people are, you know, you talk about what you want, how you want, but I think we, you know, we have beginner friends. We have people who are, who are new to pole, who have never touched a pole before, so if we're having those conversations around them, and talking about the fundamentals of pole in a negative way, they're going to feel some kind of way, and the chances are they're going to either put a ton of pressure on themselves to be better, in quotes, when they already are better, um, which can result in injury, Um, you don't know if that person has anxiety, depression, you don't know what their story is, so it's really, really important to just be mindful of the language that, you know, the, the way we talk, the conversations we're having um, and about ourselves, you know, be kind to yourself, like you're doing your best, your absolute fucking best. So that anxiety that you're feeling about going back to teaching, that pressure that you're feeling about getting those moves and, you know, getting that strength back, like it will come you will get it back, but what you need to do is just take time to enjoy the now, we have had a shit fucking year, 
we don't want to continue feeling like dog shit and fucking tearing ourselves down like you are the fucking baddest of the bad so enjoy that like you know value what you do it it really is priceless listen if you would have spoken to a bitch a week ago two weeks ago I'd have been like absolutely fucking not I quit I'm not doing this again I'm shit like it was a completely different conversation but yeah just have that conversation with yourself have that conversation with a friend train with friends do online jams put your old playlists on put your old clothes on just do do what you can do the things that feel good let's not focus too much on you know how it looks to other people and you know social media um let's just focus on having a good time like that's if you're following filthy friday then you are absolutely fucking in for a fucking good time so let's think let's think about that ask yourself the questions why you're doing it and think about yeah man i just want a fucking party i want to party with my body I did a little cheesy wink then. I wish you could see me. Somebody said that I should um, actually um, record these, um, like do a video, but absolutely fucking not. Can I tell you what I'm wearing right now? I'm wearing, oh God, this t-shirt is gorgeous though. I'm wearing an oversized t-shirt and it's got like an all-seeing eye on it with some like witchy hands. Um, Oh, reclaimed vintage. Uh, <laughs> I've got white socks on, pulled all the way up to the calf, and my fucking Crocs. Yes, I am wearing bright green Crocs. Let me tell you, that's not even the best bit. The best bit is I have got. If you've not seen my story, I've got a rocket, a rocket badge on the front of my Crocs that lights up when I walk. I have not walked with my head facing forward for the last three days. I am looking down. I also have a eucalyptus leaf on there. And yeah, these Crocs are doing the thing. I did a class last night and I did the warm up in my Crocs because it feels like I've got nothing on my feet. Like, I feel like I'm walking on fresh air. 100% when Jesus or whoever it was from the Bible walks across water, they were wearing a pair of fucking Crocs. So don't come for me. These are just the truths. Google it. You will see Jesus in a pair of Crocs. Come at me, bro. I'm telling you the goddamn truth. I feel like I, you should have seen the way I strut, strut, strutted. I don't know words for fuck's sake down national road that's the main road near where i live you should have seen me in the supermarket mate i think i walked down every single aisle like four times because it feel i just feel like i feel like a new woman there's, there's no other way that i can put it these crocs have given me a new lease on life and i feel like a new woman absolutely fucking wonderful um so i've tried a lot um I just want to remind you, remember to play. Just looking at my notes, remember to play. Whether it's sexual, masturbate. Uh, 
or whether it's you know with your movement remember to there's something so nice about going back to that childlike childlike state why did i do <laughs> the childlike state there's something really i play all the time like i am a child and i fucking love it and you know my mum said that when I was younger, I was really, really grown up and quite adult. Funny, but just like adult. Um, <laughs> and she said, as I got older, like <laughs> mentally, I got younger. And like, I'm I'm all about that. Like, I, I enjoy laughing. I enjoy watching other people laugh. I enjoy jokes. Um, And yeah, like just in your life, like, I think it's so important to just remember, so when I watch Theo play and just do his thing, I'm like, this kid has not got a care in, in the world, or he's, all he's thinking is, you know what, I'm, I'm in this moment, I'm in this moment right now, I don't even think he's thinking that, but that's what he's doing, when he's watching his TV programs, he's pissing himself, laughing, mate, you don't even know what's going on, but you're having such a fucking good time, and that's the key, like, let's just not take things so seriously all the time, like, that shit nearly killed me, pressures, and wanting this, and wanting to be that, and it's great to set fucking goals, it's so fucking important to, you know, have your goals, manifest, get that shit on paper, say it out into the universe, but it's also really, really fucking important to not take yourself so seriously, like, life is hard enough without those pressures, without us putting those pressures on ourselves. And like I said, if you're a follower of Filthy Friday, I know you are in this life for a fucking good time. So enjoy it, boo. Enjoy it. So, off the back end of my um, week of feeling like <laughs> dog shit, because I was worried about going back to the studio, I also signed myself up for fucking hell for a photo shoot um so if you follow me you would have seen me go on a few times about photo shoots and how they make me feel um I've been offered free photo shoots before uh just all kinds of shit and I just there is it just makes me I can take my own picture every single day and I think that's a thing like I really like to have control is anybody else like that like, let me know if, like, you feel the same. I really like to have control because, because of how I look. If you're taking my picture, like, in fact, so this is a hard one, but I'm going to talk about it anyway. So, I always, always, always loved picture day at school. I was fucking cute. I was adorable primary school absolutely gorgeous not even gonna lie and then I got to high school and my hair was different my skin was different like everything like I had really bad acne and like I was still living the life and having a great time sometimes but like I remember having our first year photos done and there was this guy in my farm and I ended up being really good friends with him. Like he's like quite naughty, but like we had a laugh. Like he was so funny, like so, so funny. We ended up over the five years of high school becoming pretty good friends. 
um like an odd pair an odd fucking pair like he was super popular as well but like we ended up being pretty good friends and I remember having our first year photo and I don't know where he got the confidence from maybe it's because we were friends because we we became friends pretty quickly there was nothing else to it we just got on that was it like he thought I was funny I thought he was stupid and hilarious and that was it like we had a laugh um and we had our pictures done and then the pictures came back and then like oh for fuck's sake and then um he they yeah the pictures came back we took him home came back to school and he was like just out of nowhere I just remember it just out of nowhere my mum wanted to scratch your face off our picture because she says you're really fucking ugly and I was like oh wow but you know what the worst thing was it wasn't the comment sorry to bring the tone down I'll pick it back up don't worry I just want to be really honest I'm all about honesty um it didn't it didn't really bother me at the time I don't really remember thinking anything yeah I just I don't I didn't I didn't like fester I did I don't really remember thinking anything about it for a long time but then um, maybe a few months after we had parents evening and it wasn't until I actually saw his mum that I felt like shit and I couldn't I kind of couldn't let it go um and I think I did eventually like his mum like she was tall slim um all the lads fancied her perfect 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 if you were I hate using the word perfect but if you were to ask a hundred guys to make their perfect woman that's who they would make beautiful hair full lips tan skin dressed really well um and it wasn't until then when I saw his mum I was just like meh you know like it it hurt me in that moment so not when he said those words but it hurt me in the moment when I saw his mum and what she looked like and what I looked like and just to know that someone that looked like that thought that of me that was tough so then from first year onwards I hated picture day. I hated it. I fucking hated it with a passion. So, um, yeah, having my picture taken has, you know, I'm just not confident. I don't feel confident. I don't feel comfortable. I don't trust anyone enough to take a photo of me that I'm going to look at and, and love because I still have that and you know what actually I don't think I I think like I've kind of felt it in life but I only really thought about it once you know maybe like a year or two ago when did I have baby so maybe like the the past three years it's become quite apparent that like I, I do have a huge anxiety around having my picture taken or having people do videos of me or you know not having control of how people view me um but photography being being the main one photo shoots being the main one um and it's since doing poll you know I if you look on my um feed I don't have men I've not done hardly any shoots with anyone 
in the whole time that I've been pole dancing. Um, and that's for that reason. I just, yeah, um, I don't, I don't trust anyone. Plus, you know, I think again, it's something that I'm not the only one who feels that way. I think that trauma that happened in high school, I think that kind of set it, set the wheels in motion and set the, you know, the anxiety, like, oh my God, like, because nobody else is going to see that picture if I don't want them to, but it's how I see myself. And, you know, again, like maybe I need to ask myself some questions and kind of learn how to let go. Um, it's not that I don't love myself. I do. I fucking love myself entirely. Maybe not every day, if I'm being honest. But for the most part, I've really worked on myself. And, you know, I don't want people listening to this being like, oh my God, she preaches confidence, blah, 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 blah. No, the fuck am I confident every single day? I'd be lying if I said I was. So, you know, it's... Yeah, so anyway, I thought I would challenge myself. Throughout my pregnancy, I felt fucking beautiful. Absolutely stunning, gorgeous. I'd put on weight. My tits were fucking huge. My skin was glowing. My hair was full and I just felt fucking radiant. So that feeling on top of what I do um, and how I dance in pole just made me feel powerful, really powerful. And what I really, really wanted was for someone to be able to capture that in a photo that I could look at and be like, fuck, yes, like, I feel good. Like, fuck all of those feelings. So I let go, I let go, and I finally booked a photo shoot. Um, Yeah, like, I finally booked, I'm so proud of myself. Like, you can hear me smiling. I booked a photo shoot um, because pre-lockdown, um, Catherine Elizabeth was in the studio. She does smoke shoots. I'm sure you know who she is. Um, and the first thing, the first thing that I felt when I walked into, so I wasn't having um, a photo shoot. I was actually teaching, but I went in because a few of my friends were having um, their pictures taken and I just wanted to be in the environment. So it popped my head in. And the first thing that I felt when I walked into that studio was warmth, radiant energy, it was uplifting, and like, Catherine is full of smiles, full of smiles, and I was like, okay, like, I was gutted that I just didn't feel confident enough to book, um, plus I was, I was pregnant when, like, the whole thing went out, so I didn't, I wouldn't have been able to do it, but yeah, I was gutted that I hadn't booked the photo shoot um, the first time around. So this time around, I got myself a little OnlyFans money and I was like, okay, I'm booking a photo shoot. Um, it came up with Catherine Elizabeth again um, for not last week, the week before. And I was like, I'm booking it. I've got the money. I'm booking it. Like, I'm, I'm just going to do it because I already felt comfortable with her when I wasn't even having my photo taken and I adore her work. And I'd seen that she has taken, she has photographed all body types. So that is a huge plus for me. I, that already just, you know, it speaks in volumes, you know, when someone has a portfolio and they've basically taken pictures of all the bodies. So not everyone has done fat black women, not everyone. Um, but what I did see was dark skin and 
plus bodies on Catherine's feed and I put the two together and I was like, bingo, she'll know, she'll know, she'll know straight away. I felt comfortable and she was reassuring in messages anyway. And I was like, I've got the money. Um, I booked it and I fucking shit it. When I clicked, okay, confirm and got the confirmation email, I shit it, not gonna lie. I was gonna pull out, but only once. I only had that feeling once throughout the whole time that I was waiting for photo data to, to arrive. Um, so yeah, like my hair was done and I had a little pamper a couple of days before and um, just to make sure my body was ready, but I wasn't too, too oily on the pole. Well, the, the night before, a couple of days before. Um, and I had a bodysuit made by Panthera, which is fucking stunning. Like, and that's another thing. I'll talk, I'll talk about it now. I'm so sorry. I wanted this episode to be an hour, but I completely forgot about this. So I had a bodysuit made by Panthera Polewear and I basically gave, um, the seamstress because I'm not sure they want to be identified as the creator. So I'm not going to say the name. So I gave the seamstress, seamstress, is this like the 12th century, um, my idea and I was so nervous. I'll get back to the photo shoot, don't worry. Um, and I was so nervous because I've had pole wear made before because pole wear for fat bodies is fucking ridiculous. And I'm not about to pay 70 quid for a generic fucking bra and knickers that everyone else has got and probably isn't gonna suit me anyway. So fuck that, no thanks. I'm going to get something made. So yeah, I have had um, panties, knickers made before and they've been perfect. Um, I've been, I was gifted a few, which was really nice. Um, so I thought, okay, still got a little bit of that OnlyFans money knocking around. And I was like, right, okay, I'm going to order, I'm going to get a, a custom, a custom um, bodysuit made. And I wanted it to be ratchet as fuck. Like I had the idea in my mind because I see all these wonderful bodysuits and you know, like, um, I don't want to give too much away because I've got plans, so I can't give too much away, but there is cert- there's a certain type of bodysuit that I've seen friends in. Um, that I would absolutely love, but nowhere sells and nowhere's creating in the UK at the minute. And like, I'm just like, well, I want this for my body. Like, just because I'm fat, just because I'm whatever, it doesn't mean that I don't want to wear something that looks like this, you know? And it would be great if I had it made. I expect like you know custom for my body i need my boobs to be lifted up here i really want a scrunch bum i really want an intense g-string song because i love my ass and my legs so yeah um you know that's always been an issue so i had the bodysuit made and i was nervous as fuck um the seamstress was wonderful and it arrived in the post literally like i got a message to say it's done i'm posting it and i got it the morning after and I opened it and it was stunning. But in my head, I'm like, I've just, I've got the worst look. I feel like I'm just not gonna like it on me or for whatever reason, I'm just gonna, it's just not gonna work. So my husband was already like, that's 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 lovely. That's really nice. 
I was going to say that's fucking gorgeous that, but it definitely doesn't talk like that. So, um, I tried it on and it fit like a fucking glove and I felt absolutely stunning and it's, I just loved it and like I have gained weight, I've gained weight from being in lockdown and I've gained weight from having a baby but you know what, like if there's anything to make you really see yourself for the fucking beautiful powerhouse that you are, it's custom pole wear, custom pole wear because it's made for you. So yeah, um, Panthera will, will will get my money every single fucking day, and I'm so glad that they're on my radar because um, I trust the seamstress entirely. So yeah, that that was that was that. And if you follow me on Instagram, then you've seen the pictures, and I feel like I look like I was ready to just be on a yacht in Marbella with a sun hat on and a glass of filth queen a filth queen cocktail just living my best life and i've had so many compliments on it and thank you so much panthera it yeah i love it and i got a cute scrunchie to match as well which was really nice um so yeah um i had the bodysuit made and i get to the studio a bit early um and the lovely Nadia Raven Shimones came in early to you know help me um you know like to cheer me on she did a fucking fantastic job like thank you so much Nad it yeah like that really helped excuse me um Damien um as soon as Damien saw me it was so fucking nice that day that Sunday was so wonderful when Damien saw me like because I'd done I'd went to town on my makeup um and I wore blue eyeshadow which I've not worn eyeshadow for a long time um not colored eyeshadow anyway and he was like well beans you look lovely I'm not going to do his accent um he's eastern european so yeah um if you've spoken to Damien you know how he said it and I was like fucking wow yes Damien and yeah the shoot was wonderful the shoot was absolutely wonderful um I was stuck for, I, I felt as though I was going to be stuck for moves and I feel like I was a little bit and, and yeah, like I felt like after about 15 minutes I was done, but I was encouraged by the whole team, by Catherine, Lisa, um, Nadia, Damien to just keep going, just keep trying some things out and we got the contact sheets back, uh, sorry, like I sound like I can't breathe, but my allergies are playing up today so every now and again one nostril gets blocked and I feel so sorry for myself um so yeah we got the contact sheets back and I wasn't even nervous I wasn't even nervous to see the photos back um also Catherine directed me really well um she was happy to move the lights and make some suggestions and she just kept smiling and she was just like you look gorgeous you look wonderful and she's an angel um and I wasn't even worried we got I saw on the story that you know if you from did the GFF shoot check your emails contact sheets are in there are some that I'm not keen on naturally like that's natural but for the most part so I have selected 14 photos that I really like of myself and I've done photo shoots before and I haven't liked a single one. 
So that says so much. And I'm really fucking proud of myself because it took a lot to do it. And I needed a lot of encouragement. And I'm so very fucking thankful to have a circle of friends and family who were so happy to do that for me. I'm so happy because the results, those pictures are wonderful. And when I get them back and when I look at them, I'm going to see exactly what I wanted to see. And that is a fucking powerful, beautiful, radiant, otherworldly goddess. That is, I know that is exactly what I'm going to see. So yeah, I just wanted to end um, this week's episode with that. Um, And I told you that I would pull that story back and it would end up being loads of fun. Um... So yeah, um, if you're having any doubts, um, book yourself a photo shoot with Catherine or, you know, take the time to ask around and find people, look through portfolios, you know, don't be, don't be scared to do that. There are so many photographers who take great pictures, but there are so many photographers who don't understand how to take pictures of different bodies. So take the time, do the research, ask the questions and get yourself, if you're like me, get yourself a photographer who will make you feel exactly the way you want to feel, who will capture you feeling the way that you want to feel. Um, I hope you've enjoyed this episode. I've had so much fun talking to you all. It's really good to be back. It's been a fucking week, I know. Um, And I will catch you next week. Thank you so much for listening. Have a fantastic fucking weekend. Remember, don't be too hard on yourself. Be kind. Play around. Act the fool. Be a dickhead. I support it. And keep it filthy. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in to episode eight of Filthy Friday Foreplay. I hope hearing my struggles and anxiety over getting back to pole gives you a little extra optimism when it comes to your journey and valuing your own movement. You and your body are spectacular, so be a little kinder to yourself. Join me next week as I'll be chatting with the slinky freestyle queen and creator of Eden Polecomp, Lauren Elise. And we'll be talking about movement supremacy. I'm really looking forward to learning more on the subject. As always, if you'd like to show your support and stay up to date with events, you can catch us on Instagram at PD Filthy Friday. You'll be the first to hear about Filthy Friday events and you'll also have the opportunity to get to know some of the delicious humans who make our community what it is. And finally... To catch the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram via my main account. Link is in the description. See you next week.